Welcome to Thirst Impressions. We're happy to have you here this week. It's Minty Musings this week. I'm Kevin, and we're going to be drinking mint juleps. I'm Spencer. I'm Belinda. And I am Will. Let's make a drink, because I'm thirsty. Okay, what should we drink today? Well, it is, I think it's a Kentucky Derby. They're doing some horse. Yeah, it was I would uh, yesterday. Say, I would normally say sports ball, but you, can, you can't say horse balls. Why not? Horse, horse Sports ball hoofing. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday, the Kentucky Derby. I uh, have never been into the equine sports, really. So uh, I don't follow it closely, but I am definitely into any athletic event that involves alcohol, which the Kentucky Derby does. So um, I don't follow the, the horsey parts. And baseball, uh, But when it comes to the outfits and the drinks, I'm all for it. So... We'll just um, go. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, just I've been thinking of you dressed as Eliza Doolittle. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not the Kentucky Derby. That's, but Don't talk about those times, Melinda. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I um, I'd wear a big hat and sure. with a seersucker dress instead of a seersucker suit because they wear oh, the seersucker suits. True. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know a ton about the Kentucky Derby, but um, it, it so feels I mean, racisty to it me. It does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not certain. I'm not trying to call out the Kentucky Derby because I, I know mean, nothing except the alcohol parts um, about the Kentucky Derby. Uh, maybe it's just that it's in Kentucky, but like the fancy dress, it feels very. Did you ever see Fletch Two? No. Um, the one where he's de- he inherits a plantation down in the south oh, from God. the long lost. No. Yeah, uh, and he makes f- fun of the awful parts of the history, but uh, it feels very much like that to me, the Kentucky Derby. But uh, really, we don't give a shit about the Kentucky Derby. What we do care about is the true sport of Kentucky, which is making and drinking bourbon. Bourbon. Um, yeah. I've got a little yes. old Forester Kentucky straight bourbon, 100 proof whiskey. Uh, what are you drinking today, Will? Um, I am just finishing off my Four Roses. Oh, that's that's actually a great one for uh, a mint julep, which is, have we even said the drink we're drinking? I don't know. The mint julep oh. is- If you, you haven't guessed. <laughs> you just blew your load, Kevin. I just- <laughs> let it all out um, so much for just the tip kevin the, the kentucky derby has been the official drink of the uh, the no, kentucky the derby julep has <laughs> been the official drink fuck i've i've had a few swigs out of the bottle already really? so um the kentucky julep no <laughs> the mint julep how much it, have you had <laughs> i said it's underproof. uh the yeah. mint julep is the official drink of the kentucky derby and has been since 1938 and actually old forester is the official bourbon of the Kentucky? Oh, oh you should have told us so we could be it's, all official. I just, I just read about it today. So how is it? How is it not? What's that one whiskey that's in Kentucky? Uh, well, there's like all the whiskeys in Kentucky, pretty much. Um, well, what's the? Isn't Jack Daniels like the most? Uh, no, that's Tennessee whiskey. Oh, it's it's literally not called bourbon. It's called Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, if you look at the bottle, okay. bourbon. Yeah. yeah. But the the reality is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all a bunch of people like 
rah rah rahing their state like it doesn't really fucking matter but um no this old forester's good it's it's inexpensive whiskey it's like 23 24 bucks a bottle uh and it's 100 proof so it gets the job done uh but it's i think it's really tasty uh and you're having what did you say you're having jack daniels will no, oh, no you're having, having four, four roses. roses uh spencer what are you having I'm besides having four, four roses besides the sip i'm having four roses as well nice yeah and Belinda, what are you drinking? <laughs> Belinda is finding her bourbon as we speak, maybe. Uh, well, let me get into the making of a mint julep. It's um, one of the reasons I really like the drink um, is it's so simple um, that um, you can, you maybe not always, but you can almost always have what's needed for the drink on hand, especially if you cook it all um or you have a garden having mint on hand is not hard all it calls for is bourbon um simple syrup and mint and a little crushed ice um and then you have a mint julep so i have already um and you can you can actually make this if you have a highball glass or something like that you can just make this right in the highball glass if you want oh. um it, it it's a, like I said, really super simple to make. Uh, I go ahead and make mine in a mixing glass because I like to pour it over the crushed yeah, ice. Yep. Um, or at least part of the crushed ice uh, in the drink. So I went ahead and pre-measured a double um, of two. I actually did two and a half. So five ounces of hundred proof bourbon and an ounce of um simple syrup so in in real world drinks two ounces of uh bourbon a half ounce of simple syrup and then i would say before you do any of those things just put about four or five mint leaves in a glass you can either spank them with your hand or you can use a muddler or even a spoon and just give them a, a quick tap uh, what that does is that releases the oils, the essential oils from the mint, uh, which is where you're going to get all that beautiful fragrance and flavor. Um, and then just let them steep for a moment in the whiskey and simple syrup. And then I will add a little bit of ice and give it a quick stir. Just to let all the flavors meld together. Uh, quicker stir than I normally would too. Um, and then... The nice thing is if you have a chilled cup, you put a little bit of, what did I do with my, there it is. Put a little bit of crushed ice in. And we had some technical difficulties today, so my crushed ice is a little bit solid right now. Uh, take a little bit of crushed ice and put it in your glass. A little bit? Yeah, I, I like them. to I like to fill the glass to the top, and sometimes I round the top of the glass. Okay. So what I wow. often do is I'll do it about half to three quarters of the way, and then I will strain in and kind of see where I sit, and then grab a little more crushed ice. Oops. And there you have it, a beautiful mint julep. Little garnish here. My garnish is a little sad. There we go. And then you have a beautiful mint julep. Cheers. Wow, that is beautiful. Cheers. It is, it is chilling. Well, not chilling, but it's it's cool and refreshing. 
cool and refreshing and even for a bourbon drink exactly um, you wouldn't expect that from a like a the bourbon. yeah the sweetness of the well i mean bourbon has a little sweetness compared to some other whiskeys uh but when you add that simple syrup to it and then the mint it just really brings out kind of a clean freshness that you don't really expect from bourbon uh so i love it uh, i will tell a funny story i wish belinda was back here but maybe she'll join us as uh, as i'm telling it um my first attempt making a mint julep um i was very new to drinking um relatively new i should say uh, and very new to cocktails making cocktails myself and i got a book i, I had been in portland and got a cool recipe book for cocktails and i was just literally going through like page by page and make not not all in one night like over <laughs> over, over time uh, but i would make sometimes two or three a night of uh, different cocktails and they're nice and fancy versions of cocktails but i came to the mint julep recipe and belinda happened to be over and i was like oh let's make a mint julep that sounds really cool um so we made it and I, at the time i was using a jigger like this a what and a jigger <laughs> and every time and uh when you buy a jigger make sure you know what size it is <laughs> when you buy a measuring device for that is unmarked such as this metal measuring device i have in my hand make sure you know the sizes because i thought it was an ounce and a half ounce and it happened to be like two ounces so you're mixing these so i was like yeah i was like oh cool let's uh let's have a two ounce drink so i poured four ounces in each of our (laughs) and we had it we were like that was so good let's make another one so we put another one and we get part way through that one and we're just like i'm like i'm kind of fucked up like what's the deal yeah anyway so uh that was my first experience with the mint julep and it's why I've gone back to it over and over again. It fucks you up, and it's refreshing. And yeah, I mean, with cocktails, delicious. you can do you can do proportion or specific measurements. Right? Yeah, how you make them. So yeah, if you want something heavier, you can. Sometimes I'll like even when I'm make, making like a Negroni or Last Word, I'll just use a shot glass, right? Whatever that yeah. is, and I'm like, okay, I'll just use these. How much is a shot glass? Uh, it depends on the shot glass too. It could be an ounce and a half or two, right? Depends. Yeah. So, or even three or four, um, you know, those, yeah, I've seen big ones. Yeah. yeah, Those big shot glasses. So I just use that to measure it out just quick and easy. I have, and and I definitely have seen online, but I even have some recipe cocktail book, cocktail recipe books where they don't actually use because like in Europe, they'll use milliliters and stuff like that instead of ounces. Yeah. Um, So they just do parts. They'll say like two parts, this one part, that half part, that. You know, yeah, um, I have a, I do have a jigger that is, I think it's in milliliters. What? <laughs> Sorry, it's in milliliters or something like that. Oh but yeah, it's yeah. definitely not an ounce, right? So mm. I just use it if I if I know I want like a little heavier drink, I'll use that. Yeah, one. yeah. So man, so so you're making you're making mint juleps. You're just yeah. getting into cocktails, and you guys just got fucked up. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't the first time that happened. But um, usually it was not just from one to one and a half drinks. Um, But um, yeah, I wish, I I think I actually lost that cocktail book in a move at some point. Um, 
but uh, actually, I think maybe Belinda has it. I'm not sure. But um, I wish I had it because it's still my all-time favorite cocktail recipe book. Is that book. the one that's, that's from the bar in New York? No, no, that one's different. This is just by some guys, I think, from the Pacific Northwest where I actually bought it. Um, okay. And it has beautiful photography and all this. But um, re some really, really, really great cocktails in it. In fact, there's one that we should do one of these times that just blew my mind the first time I had it. But... Um, yeah, we I, I really got into making cocktails and then we shortly thereafter made an Instagram that uh, I drunkenly named Holy Spirits because I was deep in my disaffection and the angst that came from it from religion and I Mormonism. still I, I still love that name. Yeah. It's um, a great name. It's it a great, great name. Yeah. And I, I remember mentioning it to my dad. Oh dear. <laughs> and he was like don't you think that's a little blasphemous? <laughs> it definitely is if you believe in fancy spirits that look like doves. Um, I think it just sounds awesome. Yeah. So no. was, was a julep one of your first, uh, I guess, post-Mormon cocktails then? No, my uh, my first, I'd, I'd had a few drinks here and there, but they were mostly just like straight vodka or straight whiskey or wine or beer or cider. Um Mostly because in my situation at the time that I started drinking, I was living in a, a household where the other person didn't drink and was pretty uncomfortable with the drinking. Um, and so we had to make trade-offs um, to coexist happily together. So yeah. um, I only drank late in the evening after the kids were in bed and I had to hide the liquor and things like that, um, which was fine. We, we worked through it and we worked it out. Um, but I didn't really have the time or energy or um, know how to mix a cocktail. I, I knew what cocktails were, obviously. I'm not like someone living in the dark, um, but um, I, I didn't even have a concept of how to make a cocktail. Um, but my, my first cocktail ever was actually, I'd gone back to Oregon, where I grew up, Portland area, mm. uh, for a funeral for my grandma, which was sad um but it was wonderful because i had, at, at that point in time my sister who i'm very close to didn't even know that i had started drinking i think she had some concept that i had kind of just left religion fairly recently um I, because i told her um but not a lot of people at that point knew that i drank um besides my wife at the time and a few other people uh, because I just drank at home, you know, like watching late night TV or something like that. Um, but my sister came into town for the funeral and I picked her up and um, from the airport. And I had just been to dinner with my cousin, um, who I hadn't seen in literally like 20 years. Um, and uh, we went to we went and had dinner and had a beer. Um, and he was like, this is so fucking weird. Like you're the, I'm like the oldest cousin. Yeah. I'm the goody two shoes. I was the, you know, all the things. And, uh, we went to pick up my sister and she gets in the car and she's like, have, have you guys been drinking? <laughs> and we just start laughing and she's like, Oh my God, she couldn't like, she was beside herself. She was so excited because she'd been the only one, you know, the only there's 
me, my brother and my sister. And she was the only one who had been out of the church and drank and, and things like that. So um, within the next day or two while we were there, one of my cousins was like, oh my God, we got to take you to this bar. So we, uh, one of my cousins was a bartender at the time. So she took us to this bar, um, not the one she worked at, but, um, and they had the best time buying me cocktails. Like, oh, now let's make him try this. Now let's make him try that. Um, but I still remember the very first one I had like blew my mind. And all it was, was a margarita. It was a very, very good margarita. But I was like, what is this magic? Because like beer and cider are delicious and I love them so much, but I think we've talked about it before. I can't burp, it's a thing, look it up, blah, blah, blah. So I can't drink very much of it without getting kind of sick to my stomach. Um, so I would drink like vodka or whiskey straight, which while um, effective, isn't always, especially <laughs> if, if you're not used to drinking, isn't the most delicious thing in the world. Here, so when, when I tried this, I think it was probably my first time having tequila too. Um, like a, just a, a margarita from a really good bar like just well-made. Oh, it was, I remember, I remember I was sitting there and I was, I'd already had a couple beers. So I was feeling nice. And, uh, cause I was a lightweight back then for sure. And I remember not screaming, but saying very loudly, Oh my green goddess. I love you. <laughs> and my cousins just died. So, so that, yeah, then at that point they were like, Oh, make him try an old fashioned. Oh, make him try this. Make him try that. Were you pretty um, hammered at the end of the night? And then you were passed out. So my sister can <laughs> tell this story even better than I can, but we had to go home because we were staying with my mom and her dad, my grandpa, um, whose wife had just passed on, both of which very Mormon, my mom and, and my grandpa, uh, he's since passed on. Um, but uh, they had an alarm. It's like this old, old, old house. And we, Kendra and I were sleeping down in the basement and they were, my grandpa was sad, you know, he just lost his wife of, of all these years. And um, so he was sleeping kind of, had been sleeping kind of in a recliner in the living room. So my mom was sleeping on the couch by him just to be close to him and, you know, take care of him and whatnot. And the only way into the house is through the front room where they're sleeping. And they have an alarm system that whenever you open the door, it goes beep, 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 really loud. So Kendra's like, because, you know, I'm new to drinking. So I'm like, just fucked up, fucked up. <laughs> and we're like, we're sneaking up to, the, well, I'm sneaking. She's just walking, but I'm like sneaking up to the house. And I'm like, Shh. <laughs> she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so we're about to, and I'm like, and they had an old church bench on their front porch which is amazing like yeah it was beautiful my, my brother actually. has one my brother has one of those yeah just a wooden one you know yep. it was it was it's gorgeous awesome. a pew i was like i was like <laughs> it's I'll, awesome, just, dude. I'll just sleep out here so i like start crawling onto the bench and she's like no 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 if they find you out on the front porch in the morning you're fucked so she's like she's like walk in behind me don't touch a thing walk straight downstairs even if someone says something to you just keep walking and keep your mouth shut and she's like i'll deal with everything else so we do that and i go in there and i just remember us like in the dark in the like basement family room we're sleeping on couches or whatever just giggling like fucking teenagers that had 
found dad's stash of whiskey or whatever oh, i love that like all night long just cracking up it was, Kevin, it was how, how old were you uh probably 42 43 oh my god yeah i was uh, yeah it was fun I, I was 33 when i had my first alcoholic beverage um and i i guess i can kind of relate and i'll keep it short but i, I can kind of relate to kevin uh trying different things you know i tried vodka tried gin tried whiskey all disgusting uh the first drink i had though was red wine fancy mm -hmm. italian restaurant i thought this is gonna be fucking awesome you know <laughs> Not the, i mean i think michelle obama and barack obama had eaten dinner at this restaurant it was Walter's yeah oh yeah lake and it's a good place again, to start. Yes, order some red wine. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be like grape juice, but better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, this, this tastes so bad. <laughs> I mean, and it was probably now, awesome wine. If you taste yeah, it, it now, a, you'd probably be yeah, like, this we, is lovely. We had this awesome like beef. It was either beef or lamb dish or something. And, you know, it was paired with this red wine and <laughs> drink it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is not Something's good. wrong with this. <laughs> I know, I know. But I would say for me, my my favorite kind of beginner drink, uh, it, it was a Moscow Mule. And we've done oh. an episode on that. If you missed that, check it out. But Moscow Mule, I discovered that, um, I think it was up in Jackson, Wyoming, if I remember correctly. Uh, just, you know, hanging out, staying up there. And had one. I was like, "This is fucking good." You're like, another, "This is all right." <laughs> <laughs> so that whole weekend, I was just drinking Moscow Mules. It was awesome. It was awesome. True. Um, I was Mormon at the time. Oh, so Mormon, kind of, kind of. I mean, I was on my way out. Yeah, definitely, definitely on my way out. Uh, stopped teaching at BYU at the time, um, and just was like, kind of over it. But that kind of became my go-to drink for a long time. Even, yeah. wow. you know, you buy the 30 or $20 cup or whatever that's solid copper because it's got to be the real thing and whatever. Um, but that was that was my first drink. And now, you know, over the years, your palate changes. You try different things. Um, I definitely have favorites now. But yeah. it's it's fun to think about. And I don't know if you do this, Kevin, Belinda, and Will, but think about where you started and where you are now. Oh, right? Yeah. For sure. In terms of your taste or appreciation for things. Oh my god. I'm mean, light years. <laughs> I'm mean, light years. Away. I still struggle with cocktails. I mean, as much as the mint julep is its thing, I still struggle with cocktails that don't have citrus. Yeah. Right. Right. So this um, this to me is like a classic motherfucking cocktail. It is mm -hmm. what it is. It's true. You just deal with it. My so first my... oh, go ahead. Oh. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say my first drink was also red wine. Um, but it was I remember we had just finished I was uh, in school and we had just finished finals like the finals for our geology course. Um, and all the kids were like, let's go get a drink. Um, and as these all these young kids, I was 35. Oh um, and um, I had never had a drink before. And we went to Sugar House Pub, which is actually a cute little place. I've only been there the one time. Never been um, And I didn't know what to order. And so I whispered to my cute friend, Greta, that I just had never had a drink. I didn't know what to order. And so she ordered me a glass of Pinot Noir, oh right? Okay, which okay. Which is fine, you know? And was like, I sipped on it. I'm going to push pause on your story. Okay. You know, shitty thing to do. But if, for those listening, if you're introducing someone to alcohol, 
Give them, give them some Moscato. Or a very sweet Chardonnay. Or a tiki drink. Or like don't give him red wine. Like, what the fuck? It's true. But I mean, I wasn't expecting it to taste like grape juice, to be honest. Like I wasn't I didn't I knew it wasn't going to be, you know, like Welches. (laughs) 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 I've had wine that tastes like Welches. It's not fantastic. Um, but, um, I knew it wasn't going to be Welch's. So I, you know, I was like, oh, well that's, I guess what wine tastes like. Right. And I'm, it's, it's whatever they had at the sugar house pub. So it was probably not prime Pinot Noir, but it was just fine. And I, I enjoyed the drink and I had fun with all my classmates after it it was probably a $12 bottle that you paid $8 (laughs) for a glass of. Yeah. I mean, Pinot, (laughs) Pinot is bright. It's pretty mild. Yeah light but yeah. it's not I've, sweet I've, I've had very it is um, decidedly flavorful flavorful pinot pinot noirs but um never one i would call sweet you know no. have you seen never the, sweet is it unshakable kimmy schmidt and there's a song <laughs> pinot that is a great show, show it's so fun it's so fucking good. my first hard liquor though was straight tequila so oh um tequila that was pretty rough what? that's yeah that like, like out a of a night. bottle like yeah mm. so yeah um and you know it it works right it just it does what you're expecting it to do does the job so i think part of like i don't know correct me if i'm wrong or maybe your experience is different but part of like drinking for me was I wanted to project confidence and so i thought man people like gin this must be good so i buy this like tanqueray uh what do you call it a fifth of tanqueray mm-hmm. i'm like i'm just gonna sip on this like a motherfucker, <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> so i like start sipping this i'm like what the fuck is going on don't somebody's hosing down your insides with spruce <laughs> or something right like you don't know you just think okay these people look cool drinking this shit so i'm gonna be cool and i'm gonna just do it yeah no no well i made my mint julep with four ounces of bourbon there you go this reminds me of an experience kevin and i had many years ago we already we... talked about it oh what you were missing yeah. you were Rude. gone for you were Rude. gone for yeah we talked about it <laughs> we talked about jiggers I mean, measuring de- measuring devices. You didn't even wait for me. And All how right. Well, we did certain, for a bit, but certain yeah. measuring devices, unless yeah. you know what you're getting into, you can. It was an amazing up. story, though. You can fuck. Yeah. Straight. Was, so I noticed. Uh, I noticed that while we were telling our experiences, Will was like, "Oh, 36. Oh, 33. Oh, 42. God damn it." So. So my first experience with alcohol was shortly before my 17th birthday. I thought you were going to say seventh. I know, know, right? I was like, no. So if if you've listened to me tell some personal stories uh, in past episodes, you'll know that um, I was a little bit of a rebellious child growing up. What? And I know. I no. I'm not so much now. I, I do rebellious things, but it's always within the confines of like social like norms and I mean, like legality most of the time. So Utah, Utah rebellious, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just a normal person outside of Utah, probably. But um no, I, I remember uh I was hanging out with this with this person and um I needed to go home. And so I went home 
and they texted me like a half hour later and was like hey do you want to like come back over with like a winky face so that means you gotta go you gotta go over um, that's when the good stuff's going down that's when the good stuff's going on so um but the thing is i couldn't leave my house because my parents had recently put a tracker into my car and so i i couldn't leave otherwise they would know <clears throat> so sorry dad if you ever listen to this but <laughs> i found this little loophole it turns out when your parents put a tracker in your car they don't put it in their car. <laughs> <laughs> nice. so, so I took my dad's car and went over to this friend's house and uh, they were like, oh, you want to play some beer pong? And I was like, I'd never drank beer before, but I confidently was like, oh, fuck yeah, I love drinking. And I get like a good old, <laughs> like just like Corona light tasted like absolute shit I'd, i had zero expectations for it and it lived up to every single one of my expectations it just did not <laughs> taste good it just it was whatever i feel I like remember beer, my first beer too beer yeah. like if satan had the the wildest night ever <laughs> and pissed in a cup and let it let it sit for 30 days and then yeah. become effervescent and then consumed it <laughs> That I mean, is what beer is. if Satan did it, yes. it's definitely effervescent. It's fucking yeah. delicious. I love beer. No, I yes. love beer too. The but first I... time I drank beer, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is Satan's piss. Oh, it's so bad. Okay, but <laughs> so so that was my first time drinking beer. And then um, after that, it was just like, I would get like the like the really shitty like Popov or Popov vodka, like the plastic mm, bottles, you know? Yeah. And that, that's the one with the, the like... Bottle red eagle logo yeah, I can't, yeah oh that's exactly, exactly those ones <laughs> nice. exactly what uh, so i basically lived off of popov for the rest of high school until maybe i was like 19 like that's like all i drink you, you say, I get. say that like you had it like water every day God. or something i basically no, I lived did. off it i did i i would i would like i would like bring it in water bottles to school it was a whole thing wow. anyways <laughs> my okay, first no, no, beer was an act this is oh, good go to hear as a parent because i want to yeah. know what shit my kid's gonna try and do dad i need a new water bottle my smell kid. their drinks what can you can you make it opaque we need yeah. a i need a stainless steel need, water bottle i need a stainless steel one <laughs> if you're tracking um, if, if you're tracking their car make sure you're tracking your car too it's another piece of advice <laughs> you, you might say guard your car exactly ooh, ooh. exactly um 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 and then uh so i basically like lived off of popov or i don't know how to say it but uh, but then i discovered the greatest drink of all time That's and it right. still is my favorite drink to this day okay and it's yeah, just wine it's just wine. Uh, i thought you were gonna say gin and tonic I'm oh wait wait i'm getting i'm getting there spencer oh okay okay, okay, okay. So, it's just wine so so i i was living off of shitty vodka for years and years and years and then I finally got somebody to get me some wine, and uh, my my expectation. Oh, because you're still not legal. Oh yeah, I, I was still I still wasn't legal at this time. Oh nice. And my expectations were really low because I knew how shitty vodka tastes, so I figured it probably just tasted like vodka with like like fruit flavoring to it. Like that's how low my expectations were. So when I drank it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is delicious! Oh, this is amazing!" 
And for the next like two or three years, I drank mostly just wine. Like, wow. like literally I would just drink, not, I, I would drink water and other things. I would, for <laughs> alcoholic drinks, I would drink just wine. I just drank wine for years. <laughs> You're s- like a snobby you know, little teenager. Uh, you go to the gym and work out and it's like, what's in your bottle of wine? <laughs> it's just wine, baby. <gasps> like squeezing it up here, shooting out, yeah. My little brother was over at my parents' house today and he was telling us how like all the teens in uh, Idaho where he's an EMT uh, drink some new form of purple drink that is Robitussin, Sprite, and Jolly Ranchers. Um, But a lot of the kids are actually accidentally buying the Robitussin that has Tylenol in it, which is super fucking toxic. So they would end up drinking so much acetaminophen that it like rots their their liver just disintegrates and they end up like in the hospital. Don't OD on Tylenol, kids. Brought to you by Thirst Impressions. And then... Oh, go ahead, Pat. Oh, there's yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear your story. So, so, but then I'm I'm just telling you guys like my early progression with this stuff. But then, um, then I I was able to get some gin, and that's when I discovered gin and tonic because oh gin just didn't taste that good no. by itself, but it was still better than vodka. Yes. So it was it was like a step up. And then I was like, oh, what, like, what are these cocktails? How can I make one of these? And I was like, oh, gin and tonic. You just mix it with tonic water. That's all. So, so then I was just drinking wine and gin and tonics, like whenever I would drink. So gin and tonic is my favorite cocktail. Wine is still like, like if I'm going to, if I'm going to relax or just like lay down and watch a movie or something, I, 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 I go, I go for the, I go for the wine. That, that's that's normally what I go for. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I know. But, I think for a long time I was so. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, I was just gonna say. I I know. I'll go for. I'll go for the. I'll go for the gin and tonic, whenever I don't have wine. It's like my backup wine. <laughs> um, no. but uh, just to finish this off. Backup wine. But the first the first actual cocktail I ever had, like that wasn't a gin and tonic, uh, was honestly. You, Kevin, you made it. You Happy made hour. First, you faced. You made my very first cocktail. Slight, slightly. Uh, I may have told Kevin I was a little bit older than I was, but Kevin, Kevin made my first cocktail. But my first cocktail when I was legal was a Moscow Mule, and it was delicious. So yeah. there you go. That's my progression. Your first legal cocktail. I love it. Yeah. No, I love it. Like when you're first starting out drinking, it's like you don't want to be embarrassed when you go into a bar. You're like, you don't know what to order. You're like, ah. I remember just I for ages I would drink vodka cranberry. That's because I was like, yes, that's that's a a good one. It's good. Yeah. Or or a Cosmo, yeah. I uh I used to I used to always ask for whiskey straight. And they're like, Well, what do you mean? Because you're supposed to say neat. Yeah. They're like, uh, this. I don't want the we, gay. We don't whiskey. care about your sexuality in this. I know. Party, I know. It's all good. But I thought um, I was being. I thought I was being cool. I'll take a whiskey straight. They're like, I, uh, okay. No, my first beer. My first beer was at Oktoberfest, and it was on a date with this dude. And he bought me like a gigantic stein oh of God. beer. And also I cannot burp. And so I was like, okay, let's try this. And so I'm like, 
you know, take a sip and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's fun. And I take like three sips. I'm like, oh, I'm full. And he's like, great. great. And he and drinks you, it so all. Then you have that experience probably where you're on a date. It's your first date and you hold all your farts until the end. But your body is worst. like, you're like, so on the second dope. date, do you let all your can farts you, out? Can you yes. relate? Can you relate to this? But yes. Like, you're, you're just like in pain because you're holding these parts. Especially if you're drinking beer, right? You're like, oh, God, oh, God, I can't, I can't burp or fart. Jesus. Have you seen that video of that guy leaving that woman's house and he goes yes. out on her porch and he farts like, so loud? But he's like, finally lets it out after the yes. night over at her house. Yes. Oh, my God, it kills me. That's no, no, there, there's, there's an real life. That is fucking real life. There, there's an ad where I think maybe 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 this is similar where like a guy hops in a car they're like about to like go on a date or something and the girl like hops out and is like oh I just can go like run inside and grab something or some 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 weird situation and so he just like lets it rip in the car. Hope the and windows are open. Around, and there's like two other people in the car. <laughs> This sounds like something that would happen to me. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Like, it, would a, it would be a loud one too. I feel like if that happened in real life, though. Okay, here's the thing: is I feel like if that happened in real life, I, I feel like you could turn around and be like to those people and just be like, "You guys, you guys know what's happening." Like, you, you, you guys know I didn't mean to do that, and you guys know exactly why I did it in the first place. So let's just be cool about this. No, I had there a coworker. Oh, go ahead. There needs to be what? I had a coworker that had a party, and she sent me her ring doorbell footage of one of her guests at her party, who kept going out uh, in the winter. It was like a Christmas party. He'd go out to take phone calls for work. And he's out like pretending to talk on the phone, like legitimately talking like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. But he's ripping farts <laughs> like every single time. Li- loud, like cheek flappers, right? Like every time he walks outside, <laughs> no. like he had gas so bad. And um, yeah, she said, it was like probably four or five times he would go out, <laughs> like went out during the party and just like crazy so it was probably one of my very favorite you know what? videos good on, good on him for trying to be polite right yeah. what a gentleman i just i, I remember a little 18 year old will moving out with his girlfriend man that that first few months were just rough i, I didn't i didn't know how to deal with that your your innards were struggling huh they, they were struggling and then i realized oh wait i'm a fucking adult I can do this. You're fucking an adult or you are a fucking adult? Yes, all of the above. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. No. Okay. My barely, cocktails were barely, my cocktails yeah. were shitty and for a long time. For a long time. I think until we discovered that shake book, right? Kevin. Oh, Lincoln. that's that's the book I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah you missed all this, but yeah. yeah. But, but like I literally went to somebody's Super Bowl party. It was like an Exmo Super Bowl party oh, and I they made which one? a protein shake cocktail it was oh, most disgusting. No, no, they, no, no, they're no, like no. they were like they were like workout people and they're like yeah here drink this and i'm like okay it's like kind of chunky and pink and like no and chunky they're like and oh, a dating and, story right you get your creatine in. <laughs> it's me oh, anyway like yeah so it was like this drink and they were like yeah it's so good it's so it's so good you too like it's, it's just oh, like you know Christ. that sounds terrible but it was like vodka I, and protein drink essentially oh, yeah 
Well, I'm I'm really glad that uh, one of the reasons why I I personally really wanted to do this this podcast was I want to learn how to make drinks because like literally yeah. literally before this all I would make was just a gin and tonic or wine and like sometimes I would try my hand at something but I think the the very first drink that like I actually really really loved to make was our very first episodes one was the was the margarita the Tommy's margarita yeah. I, I love I love the Tommy's margarita I love the classic one. margarita too it's it depends on how much citrus I want though like yeah like like if I'm I'm Tommy's margarita has a little bit less citrus than the regular margarita so it just really just just depends but I love making margaritas man like me me and my roommate like we we have to keep going to the store and buying supplies for margaritas. So I love them. The green goddess, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, my uh my my last story for this episode is talking about like being unsure of yourself and like wanting to be cool, wanting to be like especially like in my case, I'm like a 40 something year old man at that point. So I, I should know better. Like I'm going to bars in Utah where like lots of 40 year olds never had a drink before. Right. But um, I remember I went into a bar and I was like, I sat down and, and it was virtually empty. And the bartender was what, like, what would you like? And I panicked because I was like, fuck, I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. And because I was worried about being cool somehow or whatever so the first thing that came to mind i don't know why but was like uh i'll have a dry martini oh my god and uh we've had a martini episode before so if you remember back to that a dry martini is basically gin or vodka and just a splash by 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 a splash i mean like a bar spoonful of vermouth um and and dry vermouth so not even sweet vermouth so it's basically just like straight and i remember he was like oh vodka or gin and i was like oh fuck i don't know yeah so i I said i chose gin um yeah but uh at least there was some flavor you didn't do the james bond thing though no chicken chicken nuster was that a shock Um, to your system to drink I I'm not even sure I finished it if I'm being completely honest with you. I, I kept I kept like no, fake I couldn't sipping make it, past, it. Like, I couldn't make it past two sips on on that shit, man. I, I I probably had at least half of it, but honestly, I was like, so I, I remember I was like, can I get a glass of water? And I finished a glass of water, had a couple more sips. <laughs> and I was like, can I get another glass of water? And I'm sure the bartender was like, this dude must be fucked up from another bar or something, like what's his deal he's drinking all this water it was because it was so disgusting to me i was like oh god what is this like uh not Man, good uh, i i've, I've drinking enough shitty vodka in my life where i feel like any drink you put in front of me i'm gonna drink that shit it is no, how disgusting no. it is i've had worse <laughs> like watch this just back, right? yeah, I think I think uh, you know not to totally discuss episode ideas on the air, but uh, it'd be fun to talk about. Okay, you're just starting out drinking. Here are some drinking wine. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, I like that. Solid cocktails. Let's, some let's, shit you need to know. I think we should do that as like a midweek one. Like we could just like pop great. that out. In the let's do a like a like a drinking 101 episode. Yeah, I so like you that. Start and, drinking. 
and beforehand, we won't discuss each of our individual tips, right? I like like may, maybe have a beer, a wine, and a cocktail tip. That would be fun. There you go. Oh, that's a fun idea. Yeah. 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 Well, if if you guys, you guys who are listening, you guys should share us your stories about your introductory experiences with alcohol and making cocktails, and because uh, we would love to hear that Absolutely. for sure. Um, I I do remember one of our fans who I guess should remain nameless. I don't know. Sure. Um, TD. We'll just call him TD. Um, I remember him coming out to me. And not BDD. Um, What's that? Not BDD. Not BDD. No, okay. Big Dick Darren. Um, well, we've had different discussions, <laughs> but this is a different person. Um, but I remember him saying, like, hey, can we talk? And maybe like, sure, that's weird, but okay. We talk normally, but you don't ask me, can we talk? You know. Um, and he's a very talkative, friendly person. You know what I'm he's talking a great about. Guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, one of he's my favorite one. people to work with. But I remember awesome. this was down on the second floor, well, back in the day. Um, but he was like, hey, so we like wandered around and we're chatting. And he's like, so I'm starting to drink now and I want some advice and blah, blah, blah. And I just remember how great it was. I like, I remember feeling like, oh God, I wish I would have had someone who I could have yeah. talked to and been An like, alcohol try this, right? An alcohol Sherpa, exactly. Someone who could do the heavy lifting, Boo someone Sherpa. who had the experience, right? Yep. Um, but but uh, let's do it. Let's let's definitely. I, I'm with you, Kevin. Uh, just last last thought for me is um, I would like to do that, but also with coffee. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. I, I feel like I remember my first. I'm, I won't get into it, but I, I just remember like buying my first coffee, and it's just like I don't know what the fuck to buy. Like, I, <laughs> it's true. Give me give me that black stuff right there. Like, I want to we'll, I want to taste it. Like, we'll split into two episodes. We'll be like do it same at the time same time, but like you were like give me that black stuff, time. and then they reached for the jigger. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. Oh, and, and awesome and fun. <laughs> Um, on all the social medias that you can find us just search thirst impressions or thirst pod on twitter yeah thirst pod on twitter all, all thirst impressions things. on facebook instagram uh thirst impressions dot show that is a dot real website show. check it dot out show recipes and show notes and all that good good shit but we do want to hear from you like will said so if you have ideas thoughts comments feelings gripes whatever send them our way i will also say let your friends know about us if you have people in your life that you think would enjoy like your parents uh, it, like no, most, no. most mostly your parents or my parents let my parents know no um, no. no don't do that um but uh let let like-minded friends know about the podcast we'd love uh more followers more listeners and uh more input right from everybody more, more yeah. input tell us what you want us to talk about and we'll fucking talk about it your we drink questions life questions all of it absolutely we even had some great movie recommendations on our facebook page we did what we did. keep From it dan. up oh that's yeah. right that's right yeah thank you dan shout outs yeah shout out all right. to all the homies and homets I don't know if that's we love do they have to be separate? Uh, are homets like Muppets that are like extremely introverted and just stay at home? <laughs> I'm one of those people. Is that that's Janice? Me. Janice the Muppet? I feel like she's a homet. Yeah. But no, mostly I'm talking about <laughs> Mel. And do we have any other homets? What's your friend that I met, Spencer? 
I don't know. Oh, you're a Stan friend. Amanda? Oh, Amanda, yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah, Amanda. Okay, there you go. We love you. Shut up. We love you. What's up? Take care. And we will see you guys next week. We love you guys. And this is where Belinda says something totally inappropriate. Oh, I'm out of inappropriate things to say, I think. I almost cut my dick off. Jesus. Jesus made your dick and balls that way for a reason. God doesn't make mistakes. But then you look like a mole rat.